This is a conspiracy and true crime channel. Tape 1. Welcome to the Hush Channel. Trigger warning. This episode contains various acts of abuse, sexual violence included. Junko Furuta was born January 18, 1971 in Misato, Saitama Prefecture, Japan. In 1988, a 17-year-old Furuta lived with her parents and her older and younger brothers. As a teenager, Furuta attended Yoshio Manami High School and to save up money for a graduation trip, she worked part-time at a plastic molding factory during her after-school hours. Furuta had also accepted another part-time job working as an electronics retailer where she planned on continuing to work after graduation. Furuta was well-liked by her classmates. She had good grades and very infrequent absences. She was a popular girl with pretty features and had dreams of a becoming an idol singer. She did not smoke, drink, nor do drugs and was an active teenager who enjoyed attention like most any other girl her age. Hiroshi Miyano was an 18-year-old high school dropout rumored to be involved with the new Yakuza gang. He had a history of problematic behavior since elementary school and was the leader of a gang with the past offenses of shoplifting and damaging school property. The Yakuza is a Japanese organized crime syndicate, similar to the Italian Mafia. The Yakuza are known for their strict codes of conduct, their organized authority over different territories or fiefdom, their nature and several unconventional ritual practices. Members are often portrayed as men with thick hair wearing shark suits with heavily tattooed bodies that are only naked where skin is exposed during the wearing of a suit. The Yakuza to this day is regarded as being amongst the most sophisticated and wealthiest criminal organization. In 1988, Hiroshi was living with his girlfriend who was the older sister of a guy named Yasushi Watanabe. Yasushi was a member in Hiroshi's gang. Hiroshi had tried working as a towel worker to save up to marry his girlfriend but unsatisfied with the job's low pay, Hiroshi became involved with a gangster and resorted to committing sex crimes. This made his girlfriend disgusted with him and resulted in her cutting off the relationship. Hiroshi had a crush on Junko Furuta, but she turned him down. As imagined, this did not sit well with Hiroshi. On November 25th of 1988, Furuta left her job, hopped on her bike, and was on her way home looking forward to watching the final episode of the TV show Tonbo. At the same time, a 16-year-old boy named Minato and 18-year-old Hiroshi were wandering around Misato Prefecture with the intention of robbing and raping local women. At 8.30 p.m., Minato and Hiroshi spotted Furuta as she was riding her bike on her way to her house. Hiroshi, the 18-year-old, ordered 16-year-old Minato to kick Furuta off her bike. Immediately after doing so, Minato fled the scene and in-swept Hiroshi, who pretended to be a stranger who had coincidentally seen the attack and offered to walk Furuta home to safety, of which Furuta accepted. But what Hiroshi really did was lead her to a nearby warehouse where he lied about having connections with the Yakuza to scare her and threatened to kill her and her family if she resisted as he proceeded to rape her repeatedly in both the warehouse and a nearby hotel. Hotel. Hiroshi called Minato and two other friends. One of them was 17-year-old Joe Agura and the other was Yasushi. Around 3 a.m., Hiroshi took Furuta to a nearby park where the other three guys were waiting. It was during this time that the gang had learned her home address from a notebook in her backpack and told her that the Yakuza members would kill her family if she attempted to escape. This group had a very nasty history of gang rape and recently had kidnapped and raped another girl but released her afterwards. Hiroshi bragged to the boys about how he had his way with Furuta. Joe suggested keeping Furuta in captivity in order to allow numerous people to sexually assault her. The four boys overpowered 
child, Faruta, took her to a house in another district called the Adachi District to Manato's parents' home and proceeded to gang rape her there. This house was owned and lived in by Manato's parents and family. This place soon became the gang's regular hangout. Manato's own parents were too afraid of him to intervene as he had regularly been very violent towards them in the past. On November 27, Faruta's parents contacted the police about her disappearance. But to discourage further investigation, the gang forced Faruta to call her mother three times to convince them that she had not ran away, but instead was safe and staying with some friends. They also forced Faruta to stop the police investigation by having Faruta pose as Minato's girlfriend in front of his parents. On the night of November 28, Hiroshi invited two other boys over named Tetsu Nakumara and Koichi Ihara. They went upstairs where Faruta was sitting wearing a long sleeve t-shirt and skirt that Miyano had stolen from a clothing store just a few days prior. They drank cough medicine while pretending to be high. Faruta took this opportunity to run away. But Hiroshi grabbed her legs while Ihara put a pillow over her face. Minato's parents were awakened by this commotion and went to see what was going on. But Minato told his parents that it was nothing and they accepted his answer and went back to sleep. Furuta was passed out from having her face covered with the pillow to silence her screams for help. The group took this opportunity to then gang rape Furuta in her now unconscious state. All she could do at that point was stare at the ceiling without blinking from the trauma. The gang held Furuta captive in the Minato residence for 40 days where they repeatedly beat, raped, and tortured her. They would shave her pubic hair, force her to dance to music naked, and masturbate in front of them, then leave her on the balcony half naked in the middle of the night as well as insert objects into her vagina and anus. Objects such as lit matches, lit fireworks, and cracked light bulbs, a metal rod, and a bottle were forced inside of this young girl. The group would force feed her large amounts of alcohol, cockroaches, milk, and water, force her to smoke multiple cigarettes at once and inhale paint thinner. In one incident, Hiroshi repeatedly burned Faruta's legs and arms with lighter fluid. They would even go as far as to rip her left nipple off with pliers and pierce her breast with sewing needles, hang her upside down from the ceiling and treat her like a boxing bag, then force her into a freezer for several hours. By the end of December, Faruta was severely malnourished and due to her severe injuries and infected burns, she became unable to even go to the downstairs toilet and eventually became confined to the floor of Minato's room in an extreme state of weakness. Her appearance had drastically altered from the brutality of the attacks and her face was so swollen that it was difficult to make out her features. Her body was now severely crippled and gave off a rotten smell of decay that caused the four boys to lose sexual interest in her. As a result, the boys kidnapped and gang raped a 19-year-old woman who, like Faruta, was on her way home from work. On January 4th of 1989, after losing a game of Mahjong against another person the night before, Hiroshi decided to take his anger out on Faruta. In pure rage, the gang poured lighter fluid onto Faruta's thighs, arms, face, and stomach and set her on fire once again. Faruta naturally attempted to put the bodily fire out, but due to her weak and emaciated state, she instead gradually became unresponsive. Despite this, the four boys continued to punch her, ignited a candle and dripped hot wax on her face, placed two short candles on her eyelids, and forced her to drink her own urine. After she was kicked, she fell over onto a stereo unit and 
collapsed into a fit of convulsions. Since she was bleeding profusely and pus was emerging from her affected burns, the four boys covered their hands in plastic bags and continued to beat her and dropped an iron exercise ball onto her stomach several times, repeatedly. This attack lasted two hours and Furutawa eventually succumbed to her injuries and died. The gang, however, apparently did not notice that she was no longer alive and went on about their lives. Less than 24 hours after her death, Minato's brother called to tell them that Furuta appeared to be dead. Afraid of being penalized for murder, the gang wrapped her body in blankets and shoved her into a traveling bag. They then put her body into a 55-gallon drum and filled it with wet concrete. At around 8 p.m., the gang loaded and eventually disposed the drum into a cement truck in Koto City, Tokyo. During her captivity, Furuta had mentioned several times that she regretted not being able to watch the final episode of Tanbo. Hiroshi found the videotape of the episode and placed it in the traveling bag with Furuta's body. He later explained that it was not because he pitied Furuta, but because he did not want her to return as a ghost and haunt him. On January 23rd of 1989, Hiroshi and Joe Agur were arrested for the gang rape of the woman they had kidnapped at the summer when Furuta's body had begun to smell of decay while she was alive. On March 29th, they were further interrogated about women's underwear found at both their addresses. During the interrogation, Hiroshi believed that one of the officers was aware of his involvement in Furuta's murder and that Joe Agura must have confessed against him. In turn, Hiroshi confessed to the crimes against Furuta and told the police where to find her body. The police were initially puzzled by the confession of Hiroshi as they had been referring to the murder of a different woman and her 7-year-old son that had occurred just 9 days prior to Furuta's abduction. Police found the drum container of Furuta's body the following day after Hiroshi's confession. She was identified by her fingerprints. On the 1st of April of 1989, Joe Agur was arrested for a separate sexual assault case and subsequently re-arrested for Furuta's murder. The arrest of Watanabe, Minato, and Minato's brother also followed. Several other accomplices who participated in Furuta's abuse were officially identified, including Tetsu Nakamura and Koichi Ihara, who were charged with rape after their DNA was found inside of Furuta's body. Junko Furuta's funeral was held April 2nd of 1989. Furuta's intended future employer presented her parents with a uniform that she would have worn in the position she had been accepted for. The uniform was placed in her casket. At her graduation, Furuta's school principal presented her high school diploma to her parents. The location near where Furuta's body was discovered has since been developed and is now Wakasu Park. At the time, the Japanese were concerned about a U.S.-influenced epidemic of violent crime, of which they called the American Disease. The identities of the boys were sealed by the court as they were all juveniles at the time of the crime. However, journalists from the Shukan Bunshan magazine discovered their identities and published them. They stated that given the severity of the crime, the gang did not deserve to have the right of anonymity upheld. All four boys pled guilty to committing bodily injury that resulted in death instead of confessing to murder. In July of 1990, a lower court sentenced Hiroshi 
the alleged leader of the crime, to 17 years in prison. He appealed his sentence, but Tokyo High Court Judge Ryuji Yanase sentenced him to an additional three years in prison. The 20-year sentence is the second longest sentence given in Japan before life imprisonment. Hiroshi was 18 at the time of the murder. Hiroshi's mother reportedly paid 50 million yen, which is 425,000 United States dollars, in compensation ordered by the civil court after selling their family home. Hiroshi was denied parole in 2004 and would change his name to Hiroshi Yokoyama. And in January of 2013, Hiroshi was rearrested for fraud. Due to insufficient evidence, however, he was released without charge later that month. Nobuharu Minato, who later changed his name to Shinji Minato, originally received a 4-6 to six year sentence, but he was re-sentenced to 5-9 to nine years by Judge Ryuji Yanatsu upon appeal. He was 16 at the time of the murder of Furuta. Minato's parents and brother were not charged. Furuta's parents were disgusted by the sentences received by their daughter's killers and won a civil suit against the parents of Nobuharu Minato, in whose home the crimes were committed against their daughter. After Minato's release, he moved in with his mother. However, in 2018, Minato was arrested again for attempted murder after beating a 32-year-old man with a metal rod and slashing his throat with a knife. Yasushi Watanabe, who was originally sentenced to three to four years in prison, received an upgraded sentence of five to seven years. He was 17 at the time of the murder of Furuta. For his role in the crime, Joe Agura served eight years in a juvenile prison before he was released in 2004. He was 17 at the time of the murder of Furuta. After Joe's release, he took the family name of Kamisaku when he was adopted by a supporter of his. He is said to have boasted about his role in the kidnapping, rape, and torture of Furuta. In July of 2004, he was arrested for assaulting Takatoshi Isano, an acquaintance that he thought his girlfriend may have been involved with. Joe Agura tracked Isano down, beat him, and shoved him into his truck. Joe drove Isano from the Adachi district to his mother's bar in Misato where he allegedly beat Isano for four hours. During that time, Joe repeatedly threatened to kill this man, telling him that he had killed before and he knew how to get away with it. Joe was sentenced to seven more years in prison for assaulting Isano and has since been released. Joe Gura's mother allegedly vandalized Faruta's grave, stating that Faruta had ruined her son's life. It was also reported that Joe depleted his father's savings. The savings that Joe's father intended to be provided as restitution for Faruta's family was instead used by Joe to buy a number of luxury goods. Many believe that the sentences were far too light for the severity of the crimes committed by this gang. The torture and murder of Junko Furuta sparked international outrage and her case has since inspired several movies and manga. End of tape one.